The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. This is Little Bit, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Fuck Jay Santee. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. Four o'clock in the morning, no beer, was just playing Mario Party Superstars, or whatever the fuck you call it, and nothing was coming to me, nothing. I was, I, with the past week, with all the stuff that's been happening, wrestling, uh, indie shows, making, like I said, come back in New York City. Uh, connecting with people I haven't seen in a long time due to the pandemic. Of course, full gear happened this week and a multitude of announcements and stuff. I still had nothing to come to the mic with. Nothing. It happens that way too. Usually you get like a, you get inspired to, to just go off and rant. And this week I was just, it's been a blur. I I really couldn't find anything to have an opening salvo about and really be excited about. It just I tell you, it just happens that way. I I I did I did have my creative moment happen this past week in which I was able to share on SoundCloud, and I want you guys to go check it out. Uh, outside of Turbocal Tablet and what I do with RageWorks, I also have a SoundCloud in which that's where I do my creativity, my open forum, my avenue of avant-garde projects and such. Um, and I do it on SoundCloud because I like to use copyrighted shit and they don't fucking strike you over there with that so um this past week i was able to finally put together a project that i've been working on for some time in my mind because it wasn't actually the, the process was done um and 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 not a long it didn't take a long time it, it, it was uh production was actually a little bit more daunting than the actual execution of me, you know, expressing myself and sharing my, my, my history and my thoughts and stuff. But, uh, other than that, the, the project is called the seclusion room. And once again, check it out on red's room, um, in, in SoundCloud. And it's basically just my way of going through my midlife crisis and, uh, evaluating you know, basically half of my life. And, and it's going to be hitting on subject matters that pretty much anyone who listens to can relate to be male, female, or, uh, whatever you are these days, whatever anybody is. So 
it's it, it's going to touch on different subject matters and and um hope you guys enjoy it. it's it's a it's a different aspect of me doing what i'm doing on wrestling rundown and around the square circle and all the things that tie to turnbuckle tabloid it's just more of a it's it's artsy some may say some have already told me it's a little bit darker but still has its flair of humor so it could be a little bit of dark humor and such but I'm also peeling back the layers of myself. I've always told people that my life is an open book and I'm just have chapters that are chapters that are still being written. So I'm not, I'm not very uh, prudent when it comes to sharing my experiences in my life. I don't, uh, I've always been like that. So yeah. So I'm going to run an ad for the show so you guys can get a a taste of what it's, what, what the show is about. So uh, make sure you check us out. Like I said, in in red's room on, uh, on the SoundCloud and it, the name of the show was called The Seclusion Room. So you guys can check it out there. But other than that, welcome everybody to another episode of Turnbuckle Tabloid. I am your host, Mr. Ear to the Mat, the King of Talk Style, and as always, the Cheap Thrill, Jada Red Santee. And be sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Check us out on the like and group page on Facebook. Make sure you check us out on the Instagram at Turnbuckle Tab, as well as on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab. And as always, make sure you check us out on YouTube and on the TikTok at Turnbuckle Tabloid. And as always, be sure you, re- you download, stream, subscribe, be a part of the world known as Turnbuckle Tabloid on all the podcasting outlets. You get us on Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts. That's where we at, ladies and gentlemen. So check us out. Everywhere, search Turbuckle Tabloid and Bing, Safari, Google, wherever else, whatever you use, Turbuckle Tabloid podcast, you'll find us. Uh, excuse me, as I drink my ginger ale four o'clock in the morning. Uh, also, if not, you could always check us out and the Rageworks family at rageworksnetwork.com. Rageworksnetwork.com has all the podcasts that's under the Rageworks family, Toys and Text, Trek Untold, and much, much more. And make sure you check us out at Rageworks Network. And as always, check out Rageworks.net for all things that's considered the popularity of the culture, because I think that's what it's called, pop culture. I think that's what it is. Uh, movies, video games, TV shows, comic books is all under the umbrella. Toys, anything that you guys um, and your heart desires when it comes to all things in the pop culture. Uh, like I said, this past week, I just purchased this on the Mario Party. I'm actually, I'm having fun with it. I haven't played online yet with other people, but I'm looking forward to having one of those experiences. It's a weird purchase for me. Also, Grand Theft Auto, the definitive edition came out. I have Game Pass, so I just got it for Xbox. And, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's them trying to put a shiny coat of paint on one of those old, uh, wagons. So, like, uh, I started playing it and I, I, I immediately went, I got to come back to this because I may or may not want to play this. So I said I have to come check this out later. So make sure you check out their family. And I know they're going to do their reviews and such on everything that's connected to pop culture. Rageworks.net. Rageworks.net. We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture, that is. So, yeah. So, like I said, um was able to play finally catch up on some video games finally catch up on some some shows that i haven't been able to watch finally finished the boys started getting back into the blacklist again and um yeah because it just felt like 
time was standing still for a minute when, especially when it came with wrestling, I couldn't catch up to a lot of things. Plus I'm still catching up to uh super producer, Sally, uh, with her high school schedule and stuff. And it just felt like I was out of sorts, got back into the gym and it's, it's, it feels like I am not doing stuff for me, but I'm still doing stuff for me. It's just a weird kind of, uh, uh, demographic that's happening it's just uh that's not even the word i want to use i just i guess activity that you want to use it's just i'm i'm trying to get myself situated back to some kind of normalcy but um i'll get there by hook or by crook i'll get there uh other than that, everything else has just been peachy keen on 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 other aspects. Um, like I said, it's it's just trying to get a routine going on. That's the word I want to use. Not demographic. I want to use routine. That's the word I wanted to use. Um, yeah. So slowly but surely, we'll get back into it. Like I said, this past week. A lot of wrestling came down. I'm gonna be doing my my review of said uh week on uh, the next episode. Next episode we'll cover uh House of Glory as well as Full Gear and um whatever was um laid out on the on the plate for us to devour when it came to wrestling. Especially those who experienced it live and who were there, who were um, feeling it. I'll also like give you guys my my tumultuous issue I had with Bleacher Report and its fucking app. Ugh, it's a it's a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. So you don't want you don't want to miss that. Uh, other than that, Salvo will be short this week. I said got much on the plate to discuss. Too much, uh, too much, too much uh, wrestling this week. And um, why not get into it, right? Why, why not? Hope you guys enjoyed, uh, our previous episode where we gave, um, uh, gave, gave, uh, our respects and showed our love to our boy Matt Travis, uh, celebrating two years of his life, um, and him not being here as well as, uh, a multitude of conversations and such in which we have uh, previously and what we have coming up so guys don't go anywhere stick around more and more show to come don't go anywhere check you guys in a sec in the field of inpatient psychiatry patients are assessed by their diagnoses prior history and their current behavioral situation on intake Patients are assessed, diagnosed, and are then scaled on discharge, observation, or admission. For those who are admitted, there's a certain level of admission that not many patients can adhere to. You are given a bed, you are given a change of clothes, and a routine. You get your meals, you get your visitors, and you get your activities, your medication, and treatment. These are your basic routines. 
that are done daily while being reviewed by said nursing staff and being evaluated by your psychiatrist. And during this time, you and others around you are trying to find your way out, be it mentally or physically. Find your escape. Find your reasoning of why to be here or why you are here. And the only ways that you can find your way out it's to your own portal of existence. When your bedroom is not enough, when the day room activity or dining room is not enough, and you need to escape, and you need time for yourself, there's only one place you can go. You can go willingly, or you can go by assistance. And that room is the seclusion room. I'm Jay Santi. I use this as a metaphorical way of describing of what my life is. Seeing as I work in the realm of psychiatry, I see that work and my life is no different. They coincide. They are the same. My seclusion room is my microphone, my way of life, my asylum, my inpatient is the world. This is my story. This is my feelings. This is my emotion. This is my tale. Fuck out of here, yo. Telling you who I am while I'm in the seclusion room. Check out the opening session of The Seclusion Room at Red's Room Studios on SoundCloud. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is M2 Inc., and I am on the podcast of Turnbuckle Tabloid. How y'all doing today? It's Wrestling Rundown with Jay Santi. Live from New York, it's Turnbuckle Tabloid. Fresh off of indie wrestling, day after House of Glory's born again. Like I said, I love that indie wrestling back in New York. And another one's coming up. We're about to go to an Outlaw show on Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's close by, so yeah. um, it's gonna be a lot of intoxicating moments. I'm just gonna say that <laughs> a lot of intoxicating moments. Yep. It's Life is life. Life of a wrestling fan that, is that's a blur. What you really missed the most. Yeah, life of as a wrestling fan is a blur. 
Uh, and the and the camaraderie with yeah. the fan base, you know, and such. as we saw last night, a lot of people that we, that we haven't seen in over a year. Right, right, right. Some of them, I'm like, I wish I didn't see him again. Uh, they could have just <laughs> they could have just kept going yeah. by. Uh, but we'll love. we'll talk about that in the next episode. We'll be covering uh, full gear as well as the night at House of Glory and whatever the fuck comes down the way as well. So. Um, as always, I am the Norm McDonald of this segment. This is I sing right down and uh and away you go. So apparently <laughs> Homook is sitting in with us for yeah, a, a wrestling yeah, right now. You have a guest this Yeah, Homook is sitting in for with us for this edition. For a co anchor for the day. Uh R V D got married. Congratulations. Congratulations to R V D. He uh he married yeah. that plastic woman that uh Oh congratulations for her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Van Dam. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Katie Forbes and Rob Van Dam has t- have yeah. tied the knot, and um, congratulations to them. I know they will have. They've been having a bunch of fun anyway, so you might as well have you seen make the it officials. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Hopefully, he remembers because apparently he's um, he's explained that he can't remember spots anymore. It seems as though that yeah. uh, he's um, a bunch of those chair shots from early in the years mm-hmm. of his days of wrestling has been coming back to him. So it's finally catching up to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's an unfortunate part of the business. But um Yeah, so uh congratulations to him and I hope he remembers his um his anniversary. Eighteen thousand people calling you an asshole. Uh yeah, it's um looks like uh Izzy's dad. If you guys don't know who Izzy is, Izzy's supposed to be the Becky, I mean, the Bailey girl. The Bailey girl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, early on in her... Back in 2014. Early. Her, I guess her fandom, she was the girl who will go to NXT dressed as Bailey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had, you know, their little fandom friendship and Sit shit. in the front row. Yeah. So, apparently, with that, there had been some... Um, inclusion of her to be a part of wrestling and a whole as mm-hmm. in she started training but she, she, she began training at 12 yes and started appearing on indie shows right and took a vicious choke slam during an indie show at 12 yep couple of a uh, couple of wrestlers in the business saw this on Twitter and took umbrage with it and believed that this is... Uh, After all this time, I've seen the video. Yeah, you know, and said they didn't agree with it and such. Yeah. Uh, one of those in particular was one of the members of MSK and one in, also was Lindsay Dorado. Mm-hmm. Lindsay was just I know, recently... I think it was Nash Carter, uh, right. uh, Carson Wentz. And um, apparently that... The he says he was released when he was really let's say was released the mother and the father made like a snide comment like good luck in your future endeavors and mm-hmm. such and Lindsay got back it was like oh don't worry about it I'll, I'll see him i'll get him a ticket and it, it, believe me we could have lunch and we know what that means you could you know yep. it could get to popping that's a boricua right there he he ain't playing no games he i stick you man i stick you deep yeah so uh, but Chelsea Green was the one who got on the on the horn and was like, "Nah, don't let this dude bully you." He says he's been doing that for the longest with us as 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 talent in, in NXT. Nah, this ain't gonna happen. So apparently, you know, for years they've been. There's a darker side to let's say the right that we now know of. I'm telling you, it's Boricua, man, Puerto yeah. Ricans, man, we, 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 don't come to my island, bro. We we'll fuck you up. So, 
Nosotros, we're crazy, bro. So he, um, just when you, just when I read the high, the, the headline, Izzy's father versus Lindsay Darrell, I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even reading what the story was, just like, what is going on? So, uh, so, um, the said, um, after the said tweet and such by Chelsea Green, and everyone now learning that they were basically getting a group of NXT fans involved to boo, you know, MSK and uh, send negative tweets to uh, people who were not happy that her or that their daughter was taking choke slams mm-hmm. and training at such a young age that um yeah he had issued an apology uh, for their bullying. Did. Well, no, the father did. Oh. For for the bullying, because like I said, Chelsea Green called him out on it. Yeah. I agree because listen, I have a nephew who plays football. He's been playing football since he was about eight, mm-hmm. seven, eight years old. I was never a, a fan of it because I don't believe kids should be playing full contact sports like that at such a young age. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. Football, I mean, football's on a different level than like basketball right? and wrestling is no different. Yeah, yeah, wrestling is no different. So, uh, bro, I agree and. You know, you gotta take in consideration the shit that you put out there is the shit that you're gonna fucking people are not gonna like you. What's going on? So, uh, I guess he had to stand up and just say, you know, and, and my it, apologies. And, and, and it got uh, attraction because there were people booing MSK at these at the recent shows. Yeah, enough for nothing. When when everything everything that's going on right now with Vince firing everybody, that's not a good look for MSK. I mean, I don't even think they give a fuck. I do, cause no, but they, like, 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 I, I, Vince is not gonna care what the movement is. But if he sees like, oh, MSK is not over, then get rid of him. Give a shit. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Kobe oh. Covington, uh, recently at the his uh, UFC fight against Usman, came out with the Kurt Angle theme. I thought Again? it was fucking hilarious. Hell yeah, I yeah. love it. I fucking love it. Yep. I uh, did, did the people do the you suck? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. He's also made a comment uh, on media. Oh, he's made scene. a lot of comments over the years. No, but he's made a comment. Oh, yeah. Some of them are not. Uh, uh-huh. That's why I was, I was hoping his ass get knocked the fuck out. But uh, oh, he's, he's, he stuck it through the Usman one. But uh, yeah. it was, it, it was, early on, it looked like he was going down. But he, he, he was a tough dude. He stood in the fight. Um, but apparently, he made a comment this past week saying that uh, if he's going to go anywhere, he's going to go to WWE. He's not going to go to a second-rate promotion like AEW. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well... You better hope that everybody wants them. <laughs> stupid, 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 stupid. Sometimes you could just let it ride and yeah. it just, it's, it'll just run. Is that on purpose or is, that was like? Um, a- it's initially long, but then now it gets oh, the hiccups. Okay. So oh, okay. it's a. Uh, Dana Brooks' fiance Ulysses Diaz was arrested for assault. Apparently, the UFC fighter. Jack off. Uh, the MMA fighter actually um, went to a troll, a, a, a troll's he house. The, he found the real life troll and beat that shit and out beat of the him. shit out of him. Good. I mean, it's fucked up that you got the assault charge, but maybe sometimes on, people we, look. We, we can't con- I, I condone it. We can't condone. Let's stop talking side shit. Stop being. Stop, I know, stop talking side shit. That's what it is, is that people don't think that motherfuckers will come up to you. Like, I've always said that um, J.R. Smith is that kind of dude. Like, if you talk shit to J.R. Smith, mm. J.R. Smith will go to your house and beat you up. Like, he's that kind of guy. School run our test. Yeah, like, that they will they will find out where you at and come see you. Yeah, I mean, sometimes and, and, you can't be... I, I know in this day and age you can find somebody easily now, but that, that was... That just... 
Unfortunately, in today's society, that's not. I mean, he's gonna probably get that's hit like with how, like. That's like, how dare you? He's probably gonna hit him with. They're probably gonna hit him with probation. He's not gonna get hit with nothing real. But yeah, it's like, yo, dude, come to your house, fam. Like, yo, it, it can was happen. My comments about Dana Burke or was it about him? It was more about him. Mm. Yeah. Good lord, ninety-one. That's awesome. We were just talking about yes. that shit yesterday on the way to the to the event. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> S- Scarlett Bordeaux uh, discussing the possibility of opening an OnlyFans. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> why not? I mean, everybody else it's, is doing it's it. It's your body. Yeah, you do why not? The hell you want, and not for nothing. It's your gimmick. Yeah, it'll it'll sell. She's, she's living her gimmick. Let yeah, do it. Why not? I mean, fuck it. Don't tease it. Just do it. I mean, come on. Impact tease it the fucking whole nine yards. I am the best in the world at what I do. Uh, GCW's owner, Brett Lauderdale, uh, encourages fans to not throw sharp objects into the ring. I this is ser- Seriously? This is, this is what we, we have to tell fans that we're... Please don't throw any thumbtacks or broken glass so or nails. Cups or hot dogs. Yeah, garbage. let's not throw things into the don't ring. Don't throw knives. <laughs> yeah, let's not throw knives in the ring. Let's not do that. That's not a that's not a good look for us as a promotion. Said promotion who's uh, who's uh, done every un- death match ready and such. Book. Yeah, right. Let's not let's not let's not do that. Judy Bagwell, mother of Buff Bagwell, passes away this week at the age of 78. If you guys do not know who Judy Bagwell is, apparently you have not watched the full episodic series of the WCW Nitro as our guy Whole Milk has. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ, you watched it too, right? Every every right? WCW legend Judy Bagwell. Oh, the the legend, mother on the pole, mother. On- Did she win a belt? I, I believe she won a cruiserweight title. <laughs> I believe she held that belt. Uh, it was the mother on the mother on the pole or the uh, forklift. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris Canyon wanted her to be his uh, Kimberly Page, right? <laughs> but they had her on a forklift instead because they can't put a woman on a pole. Yeah. Once again, this was the Russo era, right? This was two thousand. Yeah, this is the Russo era. Also, um, I famously know Judy Bagwell because of the Jim Ross story, where Jim Ross discussed yes. about Buff Bagwell. Buff no, Bagwell's one and only WWF appearance, and not able to make it to uh, an event. And his mother called. He called. She called her son sick. Right. She called in for him sick. And Jay was like, "What? What the fuck?" And, <laughs> and fired him. Yeah, and and he told him. He said, "If you ever want to do business in in, in this company, in this company, or any company again." You handle your own your own business, son. Don't, don't let mommy mom, call. Don't, don't let mommy call mom in call for you. Uh, unfortunately, um, Judy passed away at the age of seventy eight from uh, seems an early onset from Alzheimer's. So, Jesus. Uh, our condolences go out to the so Bagwells and such. When she was in WCW, she was in her fifties. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And her. Yeah. Almost late fifties, maybe. Yeah. She started showing up. Yeesh. Who who booked that shit? You know who. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You just made the list. Uh, XPW's back. Apparently, they just had a uh, uh, dark side of the ring about the promotion. And um, this is, this is the Deathmatch Company, correct? No, this was the 
wrestling slash porn mix kind of. Oh, DJ Hyde. Uh, n- not not, not him, him, but yeah. so say, but uh, I believe the I believe the guys. I don't if I'm if I'm correct. The owner's name is Rob Black, and okay, he had I, his time. I, I recognize. Yeah, so uh, apparently the promotion made a comeback this week in the Northeast, and their new champion is Brian Cage. Ah. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Makes sense. He's not a champion anywhere else, so mm. might, as well, might as well bring it to the table I mean, Brian now. Cage was on Twitter talking about his cock. Who was? Brian Cage years, like months ago. Oh, my Lord. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, he's, like, he's like, my muscles aren't the only thing. Oh, I'm right. Saying. I don't need the full <laughs> details. It's fine. Oh, so You can say a lot. You, you do not... Oh, luckily, she has headphones on. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, he needs. He, uh, I, I'm interested to see how XPW is going to come back. I was, I was wondering where that sentence was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm just seeing. Um, oh no, no, it can't be that impressive. It really can't. Uh, <laughs> What's next for Brian Cage? <laughs> what is next for Brian Cage? OnlyFans. So well, um, we'll see how this X, XPW thing is going to go. I I'm, thought WWE, but no, he's, I going, don't, he's going down the bad road. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to be in the champion. Uh, also down, also here. Uh, Sabu has finally retired. Thank God. Sabu has said, I, I believe, at the age of fifty-seven, he is calling it quits. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he says that uh, because lumber, it's a lumberjack, lumberjack match. match. So he says uh, apparently that he can't move move anymore. That he, it, yeah. it's, it's tough I mean, to take bumps. I mean, I mean, we've seen him wrestle that sad match he had with Joey Janela all those years ago, right? Where he's holding his hip during the fucking match. I'm wondering if he's just going to do like the whole Mick Foley thing now and just come in, do the spots, one spot, one spot, and then just get paid and go out the fucking door. What's the one spot he could do? Uh, all the spots is him jumping. Uh, yeah, yeah. He can throw a chair at somebody's head. Maybe. But, 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 but people be like, how dare you, old man. Or how hit somebody can... with a chair or some shit like that. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I thought he was already retired. I, 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 didn't, I didn't blink an eye for this, but... uh. Congratulations on a long and um, illustrious career, sir. Wrestling Hall of Fame, definitely for sure. Oh yeah, WWE please. WWE will 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 cross that bridge one day. Uh, will they though? No. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> I have to announce to you that I will never retire. <laughs> Sabu retires and Rick <laughs> says, "Fuck you." Yeah. Uh. Chelsea Green says recently on her podcast that WWE blocked her from uh, getting work from other places. Sounds about right. Like what? Did she specify like what other places? Uh, she said she, uh, she was to um, it was like magazine type shit. Yeah, and uh, I can see that. Yeah, they 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 put her on a non no hire list. I well, I could see that. Uh, yeah. I, I I definitely can see that she was she was never gonna be on WWE's top list of priorities. Well, she's another one that um was very anti. You can't trademark my name. That's her name. Yeah. So you know they've been getting very uh Picky. no very uh, um petty and uh, that's very true. venomous that, when that, it comes that's to that's key word too. Yeah. So 
Uh, no, I, I I definitely can see this. This is definitely up WWE's alley. I mean, Chelsea Green's doing so much better now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly. Shazam! Uh, <laughs> we get um, we get news that apparently Tony Khan uh, was in the media call this past week, and uh, a question came up about women's wrestling and a possible full pay per view, <gasps> and. While the woman was while the while the woman who was asking the question uh, was laying it out, he got he stopped her short. He said, "Let me stop you short there for a second. Uh, apparently, I'm I didn't get the credit where credit was due. This is me paraphrasing. Uh, when it came to NWA's Empower pay per view, because you see, I I sent a lot of our our talent there, and I paid them out of pocket, out of out of out of our end. But it seems as though NWA did not give us credit or give give me the credit for doing that." Um. After the conversation was made, he had to issue an apology the next day. Of course, of course he did. And the woman in question said that he, uh, she, and he are are cool. No, there's no issues. Yeah. That is the true Tony Khan. That is the obnoxious, wealthy prick that he is. But, that, you, know, but you know, the sad thing is that 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 story is probably true. No, it is true because he 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 said that in that their, he did pay them out of pocket. Right, he did, he said because it but, was um uh, within their contract that they made that you know NWA was to acknowledge that that occurred. But like, what do you? How the fuck do you do? When you set you you who put up ba- that show Red Velvet, um, Layla Hirsch. Mm-hmm. Layla Hirsch was the one fucking challenging for the NWA title, right? Well, the women's title to be exactly. I guess there's other women too. The uh, Penelope Ford, maybe. I don't know. I would have to look back at the show. I did watch that show. Even though I'm like, okay, but what were they supposed to do? Send a fucking banner in the air with to attached to an airplane? I mean, also, or? You, you don't hear Scott Demore saying the show. He put a lot of his women on the show too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's, it, it goes. It goes like it goes both ways. Why bro. would you? Why? What, did Did you want them to? Thank you publicly, publicly. Like, what the fuck is the Empire is presented by Tony Khan, right? I meanwhile he doesn't own a damn thing. Shout out to our friends at AEW. I can understand if they did that, yeah. But thanks for footing the bill. Like, what are you doing? Like, thank, thank you for your talent. He's, it's like I forgot where it was. I think it was at World Culture. They made the, they made the comparison where they said it was like, it's like someone taking you know out to dinner, and after the dinner they turn to you and they're like, so you're not gonna thank me for taking you out to dinner. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but uh, okay, um, you, give me give me a fucking minute. Like, I just fucking finished my dessert. Give me a fucking minute. Right. Like, honestly, I didn't see the bill yet. And my fault. I gotta post the shit on fucking Facebook now to say thank you for taking me out for fucking dinner. It's it's foolishness, honestly. But that's that that's the true that's the true Tony Khan. That's, that's the real that's, little fucking weasel spoiled bastard. You're fired. Uh, this was gonna be the main event until something else popped up. Uh. No, I actually had two more before it was going to be the, the main event. But uh, Becky, Becky Lynch and Charlotte relationship. Apparently, Becky had a conversation recently for a, a site, and they asked about the relationship between the two these days, and it doesn't seem to be going well. They don't talk it as they don't talk as much as they seems as though the, the one and we, and we speculated this a couple weeks back for kind of a problem, right? It seems as though the one half of um, the four horsewomen. Yeah. Are are not are not doing well. Yep. Uh, 
Becky went on a rant basically saying that you know they 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 don't speak as much anymore. And when asked are they friends, she says they used to be. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, Mike. Curious, curious to find out who how it all started. No, not really. I just think <laughs> it's one of those. Once again, it's one of those situations where shit just fucking happens. People get too big for their britches. On e- in either part, it could be both of them. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's probably one of those things where they need a they need to lax in their friendship. And right now they're looking at you know going their separate ways. One is a mother now and a wife, and the other one is engaged and possibly don't want to be with the promotion anymore. So, well, personally, they're gonna be separated professionally. Nope. Right. So, right. See you two wrestling Survivor Series. Right. <laughs> and you know they discussed about uh, she she says about is it difficult? They asked if it's di- if it, if it's difficult to work with somebody that you're not you know friendly with or to do good business and. She says, yeah, it's, you know, you would expect that you would try to get something going. And, you know, when you are not on the same page, it's not going to come out well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's me, Austin. It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. So apparently, uh, Up, Up, Down, Down, the site run by Xavier Woods has basically shut its doors for now. Uh, all, Woods. All, all the content creators. Yeah, down. yeah. All the, the the full team has basically said, you know, that they're they're not going to produce anything until Woods certain. We're making shit, so we're not going to do making shit. Well, yeah. Think about it, man. You did listen when they released the the Twitch numbers for you know Adam Cole, Zelina Vega. Well, now, oh you know, yeah, Zelina Vega and Woods was at the bottom. Only making twenty five thousand on Twitch. Yeah, Cole was making five hundred thousand. That's insane. And I can't imagine how it's done on YouTube as well, because if YouTube gets get their cuts and WWE is getting their cut, he probably not getting shit either. So he's already getting what he's probably his base salary is for the year. Yeah. So it said is 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 basically nothing. That that site has about what a gaming channel that he started years ago is, is getting fucked. So he's got like what on YouTube and stuff, I think it's like two point five million followers and shit. Something yeah. like that. So, by, by, yeah, like close to three million. Yeah, so uh, you would think that with that, you should be, you know, rolling so that, in the dough. But, but no. But on the Twitch side, it's not working out too well. But this is this is I think this is basically the um the Zack Ryder effect. This is the the Z True Hollywood story effect, or Z True Long Island story effect, because it was popular before and now it's. It went bad. under the WWE umbrella. They're like, hey, you can't you can't do this on your own, pal. You got to put it under the WWE label, mm-hmm. and. It shut its doors. I, I really think that. I mean, I know, I know he gives a fuck about. It. I know he has. He really cares that you know it, it's, it was so successful, and then having all the participants involved is in as well. When you got um, the Shayna Baszler, the it, Mia Yams, it was very entertaining. Yeah, and you know when Cole and 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 um, Tyler Breeze and Cesaro and all of them were involved, it was the fun party. to do. The party and um, down, down, up, up. No, no, it was uh, left, right, left, right. Yeah. That's the the heel team. The, the, I like that the heel team is left, I, right, I, left, right. I, I enjoyed the GM series that Woods and Breeze would do. Oh, I like when they play Uno with the big cards. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. Really I love true. the big the big card Uno, but yeah, Adam Cole Woods, um, Cesaro, and um, what was the other one? Breeze, Breeze. Yeah. Breeze. I um. But once once those two got released, they fucked everything up. But they were still doing it. Breeze and them were still doing it. Oh, no, no, but but once Adam Cole left, it, it got fucking awkward. Yeah, watch, watch, watch. There it is. What the fuck? So, 
Um, yeah, so uh, 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 I think we have Even to. The ref hesitated. Like, no. Well, he got. Remember, he got. I'm sorry, guys. We were, we were over here watching the ending of Rampage. Uh, he got hit. Um, Orange Cassidy got hit with the brass knucks. Right, but Matt Hardy missed the fucking elbow drop. Right. I, that's what I said. I don't know whether he or not whipped. he. Did, I don't know whether he did the elbow to make it seem like to the referee that he did a move on him, or he really missed. No, he really missed. Yeah. So, um, yikes. There's no way of spinning that. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I, I, I want to see what happens. But I know that Woods already has what's coming down the line for him. It's going to be uh, uh, the G, uh, G4 TV. So, I was about to say, yeah, he has that lined up for him. But you got you know, you still got a crew of guys that were putting out the content, that were doing the um, the, the filming, and they were they were setting up the games and all that stuff. So. I mean, fucking Cesaro was doing his own series. Yeah, I mean, kind of sucks that now, you know, this shit's going to be put on hold or whatever. But, uh yeah. Leave the memories alone. Main event, everybody, of Wrestling Rundown. We have... Everybody's talking about this uh, this article that came out recently with Eddie Kingston about his, uh, his trials and tribulations with anxiety and depression. So apparently... Uh, this has been a, a an article in which has been um, groundbreaking, and people are 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 loving. Uh, just just to go basically through the main highlights, it was Eddie discussing his um, reaction and his feelings of being signed by AEW, and what um, what that in what that in in took because him being the common man for the longest time, and finally getting the opportunity that he has now. Was really uh, uh, an eye opener, and it really brought up his anxiety and, and his feeling of of not sure whether he can live up to it. There's um, Dave. There's also been drawn of comparisons to he and Stone Cold being that kind of a com- uh, charismatic kind of individual. Mm. Uh, I see it. Uh, I do too. And I also Rick Austin had his like, like, like timing. Eddie Kingston has his similar timing as well. Right. Stuff. I think what it is because it, it's all stuff off the top of their heads. Yeah, and you think about uh, with Eddie. Eddie comes from a a, a place of realism, and um, yeah, what you see is what you get. Right, and you know, coming from New York, and. Um, the struggles there from the you know from coming you know from Yonkers and all that stuff. He's um he's been through it, mm-hmm. and uh, this it's safe to say this is his final run. Um, after this, there's really nothing much else he can do. Well, it's funny because he's he he mentions that when after the match with Cody, that his first one, right, his debut, his debut. And when people were like, uh, "Sign Eddie," well, they were doing that the the hashtag Sign Eddie. Yeah, that uh, they they called him and they said they said uh, you're, you're you're trending, and he's like, "What the fuck is that?" Because he doesn't know anything <laughs> yeah. about social media. He's right. like, "What the fuck is that?" Mm-hmm. And he know you're trending on. He goes, "I don't I don't, I don't understand what I it just, is." He said, "No, people people are it. people are talking people are talking about you. They want you to get signed by AEW. and you know he just was. You know, on on just like you know, whatever you know, he he's he's heard it before where people say this and this and that. And finally, when he got the signing, he um 
it took a moment to realize because the you know the story is of course that he's he basically was going to lose his house and um they went to go visit a friend i believe it was like in wyoming or something and before he walked into the house it hit him like holy shit like this shit just got fucking real and it's 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 when it's an eye opening thing because you know you get a guy who's been bouncing around here and there you know he's been on he was in impact uh he's been known to be he was known for being in chikara and such like that ring of honor ring of honor and such but you know it's always My been my favorite him in the uh, the UWF the urban wrestling federation oh yeah please him in the fucking gangs did, did did you know Brian XL was in that as well mm-hmm. <laughs> him fucking facade Take uh, Scorpio, a young Scorpio Sky. Take a um, take a look at that. It's on um, on Pluto. Pluto TV has it. All all of them. Yeah, they play it. Oh my lord. Yeah, they play it. It's it's fucking oh, hilarious. Seeing homicide shoot a gun. <laughs> yeah, right. EC and Ergo running around the corner. <laughs> oh my god! I remember when that first came out, and I saw these guys there. I was like. Uncle Murdo was like a manager and shit like that. I'm going, what the fuck all is man, it? All rappers with like groups and like, and it's either we have to get them. Bitches, no, we gotta take them out. We gotta get them. We gotta and, take and them get, out. Get that paper. <laughs> get that money. Get them bodies, and we out of this, son. So you know, Eddie, Eddie ca- Kingston. I, I'll, I'll just bring this up because. Oh, you know who else he, is there he, too? He, he had, um, he had, I think it was on the first one. It was him and Homicide in the main event, mm-hmm. and then the next show, he's like, yo. That motherfucker dropped me on my motherfucking head. Tried to break my motherfucking neck. <laughs> Grim Reefer was part of that as well. Yep. <laughs> Grim Reefer. Fucking, uh, do you remember the rally towel dude? The, the, row, the rally towel dude from ECW, Ricky Ortiz? Oh, yeah, Ricky Ortiz, there. yeah. Ricky Ortiz Jesus was there, yeah. Uh, did, didn't he become their champion, I think, at one time? He was I, the first champion they got murdered. Right. He got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> You think we're fucking lying? This is yeah, all it, true. You have to see it. In the storyline, they shot him to get the belt off. Him. Their big, their big event was at Hammerstein, and I think that was like their last oh, thing that they Lord. did. Yeah, they, they rented that fucking whole thing, and, they, and, and, and only like six people came. And, well, there was there was a couple more, but like, like okay, it, nine. It was like, only nine. Not like it was all on the all on the floor. Yeah, they were all on the floor. But um, naked women strutting around. Of course, it's a yeah. UWF. It's an Urban, Urban Wrestling, Wrestling Federation. So, um, so for Eddie to get this come up, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a true, you know, I believe he coming also, of age story. I believe he also mentioned WWE had called him after that. Uh, he had said that he was in a performance center one time and he knew that it, that wasn't going to be for him because he he wouldn't be able to be him. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, that's to be self-aware. That's, you know, people are going to chase him. Some kind of promo and he did. What Eddie does, <laughs> and, and they were like, promo, like no, no, too much. no, we can't have no, that. No, 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 you, you leave. <laughs> but this is why it's 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 fun to see him get what he's getting right now, and um, it's a great story. You guys, uh, check it out. You can look it up, Google it. It's uh, the Eddie Kingston interview, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, inspirational. Eye-opening stuff. Eye-opening stuff because, you know, at the end of the day, he, um, you got to start from somewhere. And, you know, with his background, where he came up from and such like that, it's uh, it's 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 beautiful to hear that even though it's the, the journey takes a long time, you're going to, you know, you're, you're, gonna, you're either going to uh, find water or you're going to find jewelry. you find diamonds. So it's going to be um, one or the other, man. 
I I've always said I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out as one of the greatest underrated fucking wrestling podcasts in the history. So I, I'm I'm willing to live up to that fucking name. Fuck it, uh, that's what it is. So uh, other than that, guys, when we come back, we have much much more. I have around the square circle and um, tons more to talk about. Homework will be stopping by soon. Yeah. Uh, he's coming back to do. Uh, he's when he comes back. Uh, we're gonna be doing the nitro viewing. Mm. And um, that's going to be tantalizing, ladies and gentlemen. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. Check you guys in a sec. Um, can I just can, can you cut an ID for me? Can you say this is Teddy Hart and you listen to Turnbuckle Tabloid? Uh, I can't say that. You can say that, and I'll say I'm Teddy Hart. Okay. Uh, we I got- can't remember shit, guys. I, I'm one of those guys. My memory is terrible, and I can barely read or write. That's why no I have such a hard time following a script. <laughs> This is Tur- Sorry. I got you right now. This is Turnbuckle Tabloid, and I'm with Teddy Hart, the past, present, and future of professional wrestling, the greatest sport God's ever bestowed on this planet. Square Circle, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of the wrestling was a blur for me this week. Let's just say there was a lot of heavy consumption of alcohol, but the 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 the, the milestones and the landmark things that occur this week left an impression in the mind. But other than that, everything else is just like if. It didn't leave an impression. I didn't give a fuck. I really didn't care. Uh, just a quick synopsis of what we watched, what we partook in, and, you know, the whole spiel. Uh, so, as for this past week, Cultaholics did the anniversary of the Montreal Screwjob. Screw and they actually did a really good job, the uh, retrospect. Although, of course, everybody's heard the stories and, you know, you've watched the, uh, the documentaries and such. This was, uh, this was actually a good job on their take of how they looked at it, uh, what their, um, uh, what their research found and other aspects of storytelling that came up through other, uh, sources and such. So, uh, Give those guys a, a look see on YouTube, the Cultaholics on their Montreal screw job doc. Also, Wrestling Bios this week on YouTube, they did a um WWE Attitude Era, uh, Attitude the Game. Remember the game? If you guys are of of that ilk of that age. Wow, that game was shit. Yikes. I remember I was so hyped to get that fucking game when I was younger. And when I got it, I was like, what the fuck is this? I was so mad because I didn't have a 64 at the time. My boy smacked it and I would just go to his, his, his place and just fucking play, um, a WCW NWO revenge. Uh, and, and, uh, 
fuck, bro. Uh, I'm so fucking mad that, that WWF at the time couldn't make a fucking decent wrestling game. Uh, Cornette this week, uh, discussed, uh, the legend that is Dick Murdoch, uh, MJF, uh, and Jericho's comments. Uh, I guess it's about, um, MJF making reference to, um, Lex Luger and stuff like that. Uh, we have the, uh, Cornette talking about Cody turning heel and what's, why it's, why it should happen and why it's not happening. Um, this past week on MLW, we saw Homicide show up as part of the 5150. Of course he was. Shout out to him being there. We also get, uh, the introduction, the announcement of the War Chamber. We also saw a 12 man tag as well as Davey Richards and Bobby Fish in the main event. That was a fucking match. To, you guys should take a look at that. Um, also big shout out to, um, brother AJ and Homework Mike. These guys, although I've known about the show and, uh, the, the series on YouTube, uh, this past weekend we were watching, uh, OSW old school wrestling and that shit is fucking hilarious. I, I have now come to the realization that I am going to start going to sleep listening to that fucking show or when I'm at work and you know if I I got the the slate clean to to listen to certain uh, uh something else that is going to be my go-to check it out OSW's old school wrestling those fucking guys are hilarious the the way that the show was put together visually it's it's impressive as well but Listening to it as if it was just audio is it's fucking classic. I I I I long for the days of having banter like that. It's fucking hilarious. So uh, check those guys out. So uh I am so like out of it that I was going to like jingle in songs like I usually do, but like I said, it's four thirty in the morning. And I'm kind of half-assing it today. Uh, I mean, what more can I say? <laughs> it's been uh, it's been one week since you look at me. Uh, yeah, let's go into Raw first. All right. Raw kicked off with Seth Rollins, of course, doing what? Cutting a promo, as always. And uh, they were discussing, you know, now they're setting up the Survivor Series team. Raw versus SmackDown. And Seth says he's going to lead them to victory. And blah, 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 Seth claimed that he can't trust Kevin Owens and pointed out that Owens had already turned on Sami Zayn and the New Day in the past. And, of course, blah, blah, blah. Owens came out and went after him, but Seth escaped. Led up to we had a eight-man tag. Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, AJ and, Al- and uh, Amos going up against RK Bros and Street Profits. Um, the heel team won 
And at the end, we get Randy, RKO, and the, um, Ziggler after the match. This, um, this show really, really, it's, um, it's really lighting up, isn't it? Shit. WWE official Adam Pierce, which by the way, what the fuck are they doing with him? Is he like becoming now like a menacing kind of GM? Are they turning him around? Um, he talks about the Survivor Series' team that they're filled with WWE champions, except for Dominic Mysterio. And Dominic placed him in a match with Bobby Lashley, in which, yeah, we didn't see that coming. Which Lashley defeated Dominic, and um, Lashley's now on Team Raw. Uh, WWE champ Big E defeats Chad Gable. Otis then claims that he wants to face Big E next. And then we just had a big running around with the 24-7 title, changed hands numerous times, and then finally Reggie got it back. Like I said, this 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 show is not for me, man. I it, this this is just This is long gone that I, I, I sat here and said it's time for me to, to step away for a little bit and watch it in another way. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte has made it fishy for Survivor Series. And we get a match between Liv Morgan, uh, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Carmella, and Queen Zelina in a Fatal Five Way match. Uh, so they could be the number one, who could be the number one contender in Raw for the Raw Women's Championship. And wow, like Cornette would say, look who won the pony, Liv Morgan. Uh, they also announced that Roman versus Big E will, will, will be happening at Survivor Series. And then we get Seth and Kevin Owens, in which uh, Seth beat Kevin Owens by countout. And, of course, we saw Kevin turn heel, which, by the way, Kevin, is, Kevin works either way, though. But heel Kevin is the better Kevin. So we see Kevin Owens defeating... Um, excuse me, defeating uh, Seth Rollins, defeating Kevin Owens, and afterwards, <clears throat> Kevin Owens turns heel and power bombs Big E on the apron. Uh, rightly deserved because Big E attacked him first last week. So that leads us to NXT 2.0. By that, hey, Nitro. With the nice flow, y'all acting like y'all don't know. Stop acting like y'all don't know. Who the future? We the future. Who the future? Us, us. Who the future? We the future. Who the future? Us, us. Causing chaos in the back of the buzz, buzz. Get your hands up. We gonna show you how we buzz, buzz. Yeah. NXT 2.0. We get Toxic Attraction. Of course, that's Mandy Rose and the NXT Women's Tag Team Champs, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Going up against Io Shirai, Casey Catanzaro, and Caden Carter to kick off NXT 2.0. Gotta make sure you stress that. Um, the champs defeat the faces. Next. We get uh, Kaylee Ray going up against Saray. It's good to see Kaylee Ray pulling off a win over Saray. I actually think this probably would have been more of a pay-per-view match, but okay. Um. We get Boa squaring up against Joe Gacy. Yeah, actually, Joe Gacy pulled out the win here, 
via DQ because Boa was trying to choke him out and didn't break the referee's count. Okay. Creed, the Creed brothers square up against Jacket Time. Come on. Nobody notices a rip. I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping that Koshida and his boy know what the fuck this is. Jacket Time? Jacket. As in jerking off. Okay. Creed Brothers defeat Jacket Time. After the match, Odyssey Jones came out and attacked Diamond Mine. Next up, we get Raquel Gonzalez calling out Dakota Kai. Uh, Dakota says she felt good to hit uh, Raquel with the shovel at Halloween Havoc. Then out comes Cora Jade and attacked Dakota as she was speaking, and Raquel told her it's not her time. Raquel has to go first to get Dakota. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Cameron Grimes and Wu Feng squared up in probably a a match that should have been as short as fuck. Uh, Cameron Grimes pulls out the win. Duke Hudson comes out and is disgusted that Cameron Grimes messed up his poker game and um, it was all dumb luck. So uh, Duke challenged Grimes to a poker showdown next week. And uh, all right. Then we get AJ, AJ Knight, I'm oh, sorry, LA Knight and Grayson Walker in a triple threat match with Sola Sikoa. I thought when I looked at him, I thought he was actually taller, but he's not, but he still looks good though. Uh, Sola pulls off the win here. Not a, de- not a bad match. It was pretty decent. Dexter Loomis squares up against, uh, Tony D'Angelo and that'll take place next week. Uh, Tony gave Indy Hartwell a fish and told her to give it to Dexter. I guess he's saying that he'll be sleeping with the fishes. Oh, they're going for all the stereotypes here, ladies and gentlemen. Shit. Um, Electra Lopez defeats Erica, Erica Van after the match. Electra called out Zion Quinn. Electra offered Zion a spot to join Legal de Fantasma. Uh, Zion said he can't get down with Legal and then, uh, he declined the offer, but she tried to attack him, but yet he was smooth enough to s- spin her around and hold him, hold her in his arms and, uh, whatever. NXT is uh, announcing War Games it will take place December 5th. How are you having a War Games when you don't even have fucking factions or any kind of rivalry really going on that's worth it? You just change up the brand. And you know what I'm saying? You, there's, there's, there's heat there that we don't know about. That's live Whatever. Kyle O'Reilly uh, said he and Von Wagner have... The site set on NXT tag titles. By the way, Von Wagner was just seen on SmackDown. <laughs> Pete Dunne defeats uh, the North American champion Carmelo Hayes in a non-title match. Not a bad match, though. I, that, I must say, dead. If there was anything to watch on that show that week, it was the NXT um, uh, main event. So uh, you guys could check that out if you want. AEW's Dynamite. We get the kickoff 
with Brian Danielson versus Rocky Romero. Not a bad match, but the ending was sloppy for me. And um, uh, the announcement that the best friends with, with Orange Cassidy is not part of chaos. I'll tell you. Someone had mentioned that there's an article that's saying that Tony, Tony Khan doesn't get much credit for being creative. And I'm like, he shouldn't. It's just sometimes you just don't have to give the fans everything you want. And sometimes you don't have to be that fucking inside. It's it's just way too inside. Now you got people doing research, figuring out who's what. I mean, for us in the know, it's different. But if you are going to try to branch and open and open yourself to a new audience, this is not the way to do it, fam. Uh, America's top team, they attack inner circle. When he's making their entrance, Lambert and uh, Chris Jericho uh, were squared up. And then uh, Lambert actually put him through a table. That was a spot. And uh, after that, he put him in the walls of Jericho. That was hilarious. Next up, we had Ty Conti and Anna Jay with Thunder Rosa squaring up against Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel. I was hoping that this match went very quickly, and it kind of did. Uh with the faces going over. Jungle Boy and Anthony Bowen squared up. Uh, not a bad match. Wasn't bad at all. Anthony, actually, Bowens has been looking really good these past couple of weeks. But uh, Jungle Boy pulls out the win. And uh, after the match, Bobby Fish attacked Jungle Boy. Uh, Adam Cole introduced the Young Bucks to Bobby Fish. And uh, they said they know him very well. Wink, wink. And, uh, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. There's possibly, maybe, maybe Kyle is going to leave NXT and WWE and we'll see him in, um, we'll see him at AEW soon. <laughs> Warlow defeats Wheeler Yuta, I mean, quickly. Um, uh, it was almost brutally. After that, Hardy's family office attacked the best friends and um yeah we'll but we'll, we'll 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 see how long this rivalry goes we saw CM Punk and Eddie Kingston meet up in the parking lot that was actually kind of intriguing that was that that um that made more sense than the previous week's confrontation Leo Rush and Dante Martin defeat um Matt Sidal, Lee Moriarty, spot fest match. Wasn't bad, though. You saw Leo do a lot more than he usually would in this situation. Shout out to him and condolences to him for losing his grandmother. I know what that's like. Uh, Miro cuts a promo saying that uh, what he does to Brian Danson and Full Deer is not going to be personal. And um, I was very excited for this match. Very, very excited. You know, I'll, I'll give my um, my thoughts about it uh, next episode. You get Pac squaring up against Dax Hardward after the match. Um, once Pac won, Malachi and Andrade El Idiota, as well as Cash Wheeler, they attack Pac. And this is when um, Cody and the Lucha Bros make the save. Of course, they did. It's always got to after. Always got to be an afterbirth with this fucking with this company. Always can't just have a loss. It got to be something with it. 
Then we had the contract signing between uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page after a lot of yada, 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 and conversations back and forth. That's when we get um, the cameraman comes out and attacks um, Hangman. And, of course, it's the douchebag himself, Don Callis. And uh, bus open. Bus is open, Hangman Page, and uh, we get... Kenny Omega is signing a contract in his blood. So a lot of a lot of that happened on Full Gear. I'll talk about that later. But um, all in all, not a bad show. Dynamite leading up to Full Gear wasn't bad at all. It's actually uh, pretty entertaining. So um, yeah. Friday Night Smackdown, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Friday Night Smackdown. What happened to you? <laughs> what happened to you? Uh, we get... Smackdown kicks off, of course, with a promo. Sony DeVille introducing the Survivor Series team. Naomi came out and... Um, Went and beat the shit out of him. So everybody broke it up. We get a... After that... We get a six-woman tag. Sasha Banks, Naomi, and Aaliyah. Aaliyah, where the fuck did she come from? Uh, Squared up against Shayna Baszler, Natalia, and Shotzi. And once again, Shayna's going to get caught up in all this bullshit. The faces go over in this match. Sasha's a face? Oh, okay. Um... Jeff Hardy walked past and saw Sammy talk himself in the mirror. Actually, pretty funny promo. It was a good segment, I mean. Uh, Sonya Deville that announced that Aaliyah is no longer on the SmackDown women's team. Why was she there in the first place? Los Lotharios, Angel and Umberto, because apparently they can't have last names anymore. They defeat uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. And appears announced that Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn will take place later on in the evening, and the loser will be moved from SmackDown Survivor Series team. NXT 2.0 wrestler Von Wagner appeared during the segment with Pierce. Shaking my head, shaking my head. Charlotte Flair addressed the role woman Chevy Becky Lynch, and uh, yeah, another. Another useless promo. Uh, it's always time for something. Tony Storm came out and wanted to challenge uh, the woman's, for the women's title, but Charlotte declined for the challenge. Jeff Hardy defeated Sami Zayn. Sami's removed from the SmackDown. Of course he is. Survivor Series team. Got to put gotta put Jeff there, huh? Need that high spots, huh? We had a hit roll rapping backstage until um, Jinder Mahal and Shanky interrupted, and... They started a rap as well. Woof. Uh, Rich Holland said he would follow in the footsteps of Sheamus. And uh, Cesaro interrupted Cesaro, uh, 
Cesaro told Rich that uh, he knows Sheamus very well and told Rich to be careful. Rich claimed that he and Sheamus will be a better tag team than the bar ever was. I'm telling you, I, just reading this and then seeing the highlights and seeing the and it just doesn't translate well. It's just awful. We get a uh, remain event. We get King King Woods defeating the Universal Champion Roman via DQ after the tag team champs, who the Usos interfered after the match. They beat down uh, Xavier and removed the crown. And place it on Roman's head. Which was actually a cool uh, finish to the show. It was actually a good look. Uh, Yeah. Smackdown, where art thou? (laughs) Where art thou, Smackdown? AEW Rampage, ladies and gentlemen, to close out this week's show. Jungle Boy and Bobby Fish square off in a match. Really good match. I have to say, really, really good match. Um, Jungle Boy is really, really coming through these past couple of weeks. It's um frightening how 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 much this kid is growing week by week in the ring, especially you know, with the likes of the guys like uh, Bobby Fish. Uh, Jungle Boy defeats Bobby Fish after the match. Adam Cole comes out. He and the Fish attack Jungle Boy, but then Christian Cage and Luchasaurus come out and make a stay, make I mean, Luchasaurus makes a save. Um, yeah. Yeah. Once again, another afterbirth, but this one kind of makes sense. Jay Cargill and Santana Garrett uh, square up. Red Velvet was ringside because reasons. Cargill quickly put Santana Garrett away. This girl is still greener than fucking Miss Piggy's tongue after blowing Kermit. It's fucking atrocious. Then we get Hangman who apologized to Young Bucks backstage. Uh, and he tells him do not interfere in the match coming up in full gear um, or else they'll he pretty much says he'll ruin them we get a really good match between Dante Martin and, and uh, Aria Davari really good match both of them were um, both of them are from Minneapolis where they were at we get um, after the match since Dante gets the win we get Ricky Starks trying to recruit Dante. Now everybody's trying to re- recruit Dante, as we'll see later on during the um, the next couple of days. Now that Leo's out there, the kid is a hot commodity. I tell you, even Super, Super Producer Sally was impressed by him. She was, she was like, wow, uh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Then finally we get uh, Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy in a Lumberjack match. Uh, this is when the blade came in and knocked out Cassidy with the brass knucks and where I don't care what anybody tells me. Yeah, I'm motherfucking sitting here trying to say that that was not a botch. He fucking missed the elbow. There's no 
reason why he needed to do that. He missed that shit. And this is not the first time Matt has done that. There has been a history where he has missed that elbow before. People are trying to cover it up saying, I know he made that, you know, he did it to make the sound so the referee could turn. It was not necessary. There was no need for it. And especially during a lumberjack match where chaos is occurring, there's not, it wasn't that all you pretty much had to do was just stomp your foot on the ground to make it seem like you did something and knocked them out. That was it. But that was a fucking botch. Matt Hardy wins, closes out rampage with the heels celebrating the ring. That's going to close out our round of square circle as well as the episode uh my mvp for this week goes out to jungle boy who was doing double duties this week and he looked really good doing it shout out to that young man um and then especially what happens later on during the week it was a spectacle so um closing out this week as i do usually every week i'll give you guys some uh encouraging thoughts feelings emotions my thoughts uh, be aware of the world around you guys, man. There's a lot of shit that's going on in this world that, you know, people may, may tell you conspiracies and, um, the shadiness that's going on in the world, but a lot of the stuff that you may see that's on the surface is actually what it is on the surface. It's, it's just right there in your face. Don't be fooled by the bullshit, especially us as minorities. We're out there doing the bullshit. And then for those who are getting that bullshit, let it be known that we are getting that bullshit. They are doing it to us purposely, and it's going to be a continuous fucking matter unless we start to get it together and show them that we aren't going to take it anymore. I'm not saying to do it in, in a violent or, or, or a reckless manner. We have to find other ways to show the system that we're not going to take what they have are building against us as for those who share our pain and, and share our struggle uh much love and thank you people but we got to do more and you got to fucking put your peoples in check as well because this shit is fucking it's getting out of it's getting out of hand it's 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 a sad it's a sad um thought that i have to deal with every day that one day i won't leave this planet and i will leave this planet and i'm going to leave it with my child and she's going to have to endure the bullshit of other people's tyranny. And that's not, that's not what we should be about. So guys, as always, I am Mr. Ear to the Mat, King of Talk Style, and the Cheap Thrill, Jay Santee. And make sure you check us out everywhere on social media, podcasting outlets, and as well as with the Rageworks family. I'm out of here. I'm going to save this shit. I got to get some, some rest because the grind continues for another week. So. Guys, I'm out. Take a bump. Check you guys later. Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one. Turnbuckle tabloid.